Hello. Hello, hello. We are live from Universal Studios in Florida, Volcano Bay, and there is a barking dog here, as you can see on Uva's side. <laughs> oh, so was, that a, was that a barking dog? I don't know. Do you hear the music here? Yeah, I hear the music. Did you give the dog the dog you were dog sitting back, or uh, is, it with, is the dog with you? Nah, the dog's not with me right now. I left the dog at the apartment. The dog will be fine, though. I'm going to go there after this. Yeah. So what happened was, I read that we, uh, Disney's losing all his uh, status in Florida. So what happened to Universal Florida? Then? Well, Universal, it, Disney is like its own. It's been governing for the past 55 years as its own government, which means that it collects taxes. It doesn't have to have the county's approval when it wants to do construction projects. Disney has been like this for a very long time. Universal is not. Universal, like if the county has a restriction, Disney could say, okay, we're our own, you know, country. We can't, we don't have to do it. But Universal has to. Okay. So, yeah. Universal gets all of its like police. It's not, it's not Universal's police. It's like the police. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's interesting. So the status from Disney was basically very unusual. Let's say it's this. Yeah, yeah, they had a lot of tax breaks and benefits, but the thing is, is that Disney wants to uphold a certain quality of care. Like when you go to Disney and your car breaks down, they're immediately on it because it's Disney. But if it was the county, would it be as efficient is the question. Would you be like truly like taken care of in the magical place on earth? Would it really be that or would, could it be hell because the county would be overloaded and it wouldn't be able to keep the same quality because if you look at the way everything is outside of disney it's kind of a shithole <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh how how far away is universal from from your apartment like 30 minutes 20 minutes yeah universal's like 35 minutes disney's like 45 minutes okay. i'm really close i'm yeah like i thought that when i bought this place i bought this condo and i've been renovating it It's like one day maybe I would do Airbnb and like rent it as like, uh, you know, for families to when they want to go on vacation because we're so close. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, yeah, so uh, here nothing. Uh, I was in the Black Forest, as you know. And uh, so now we're back here tomorrow. Start school again after the Easter Easter break. And uh, so um basically um back to normal besides like on friday i got the i will get that on hip replacement and on tuesday i have to shoot a, a day in court with the with the banditos oh. uh, uh, because there's the will be the judgment against uh oh okay uh, so That's, that sounds interesting but it is interesting because it could end up that my uh key person will get arrested in the courtroom and goes to jail then my whole documentary will change what do you way. think you think it's 50 50 mm, i i think it's it's 60 40 that he gets a jail penalty but that he doesn't get arrested that he just will like report to jail on his own like within a month or something okay yeah i i don't think it's a big Uh, risk that they arrest him in the courtroom well the question is, is how long is he gonna go how long is he is is he up to be put away so, for 
the state attorney asked for three and a half years for him and six and a half years uh, for his buddy. Uh, oh, but boy. he was already two years. So his, his friend was already two years in, um, in jail uh, during the trial. So that will get accounted against it. And they could, they could also just get probation then. You know, so uh, both both is uh, possible, and uh, uh, that will be that will be interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, definitely worse to go there. And we we have an accreditation as a, a TV team, basically, so I can go also film the courtroom before the the, the trial uh, continues, and then I can sit in the courtroom and listen to it to the judgment, and then we can film them when they're coming out. So. Yeah, you know, real, real world drama. This is real drama, my friend. I yes. can't wait. It's, 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 uh, it will be interesting, you know. And, um, yeah, and then yesterday I did that, uh, um, podcast with Kurt Metzger, who is, uh, who he wrote for Amy Perler, uh, and some, he worked for David Chappelle, uh, so he has like some very good credits as a writer, as a stand-up comedian. And so it was an interesting chat when I have the uh, link, then we can uh, uh, link it also on Overball Raw and we see, uh, did they cut it something? Did they, uh, I don't know, maybe yeah. they, they used it how it was. But it was, we, we, we talked about a lot of uh, subject matters. Uh, of course, the Vogue culture and especially that, that, stand-up comedians have a tough time you know because as soon you insult a minority in a joke you're toast and uh yeah and the only people who can do it are the minorities themselves they're the only ones who can get away with it yes and and uh but it limits of course the uh the range of stand-up comedians uh drastically you know so it's like it, it just makes you oh yeah dude com yeah. Com comedy right now sucks I don't know. I was watching. I finally got Netflix, and I was watching some comedies from Netflix, and it's like the most tame. Like yeah. fucking, it's not funny. I don't know what to say. What happened to comedy, man? Yeah, I agree. It's it's like it's it's so. Uh... It's like fucking. I'm watching Three's Company or something. Like what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> yeah, and I think they also. Uh, I think pay the audience. Sometimes I have the feeling. You know, to bring to bring some atmosphere in, they have like half yeah. of the audience. Are well, you know, I was on. I I remember when I was a kid, I saw a taping of a couple TV shows, and they definitely had la They had a little sign that said said for when you were supposed to laugh, even though you were a live studio audience. You, it was totally like cued when you were gonna laugh on Herman's Head. Remember that show, Herman's Head? On yeah, Fox? yeah. <laughs> I saw a bunch of tapings of that, and that was all like. Yeah, there were people there, but they had our nuts in a fucking vice telling us when to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's really like it's it's it limits all of this. And um, now, yeah, but we talked also, of course, about uh, Ukraine. We talked about uh, um, uh, the Corona things and stuff the, like the this. Ukraine, I mean, dude. What do you, what is your your thoughts on um, what is that other country that? The general let slip that their goal is to move on to other countries. Mm, Did you see that, that in the news? That, that Russia wants to move on to other countries or what? 
Yeah, the the that one of the generals said that Ukraine is first, and that who is fucking next? It starts with an uh, M. Yeah, yeah, no, I know, and and uh, yeah, but uh, I think that is all right now. That is all a bluff. You know, it's not really like uh, realistic. I think right now um, Russia is struggling to uh, fulfill what they wanted to do in Ukraine. And uh, Ukraine is fighting, fighting very hard back, you know. But on the other hand, there should be um, a solution at one point. And I read today in the New York Times was a big article about the former chancellor from Germany, Schröder, who was the chancellor before Merkel. And in the article, because he works for Russia now, he works for, he's like in the board of the big uh, Nord Stream pipeline company and oil companies, and he's a good friend of Putin. And uh, so in Germany now, everybody hates him because he didn't quit the uh, friendship to Putin about what's happening now. And he also didn't quit his jobs. But he said in the New York Times, um, I can send you also the, the link, you can read it later. And yeah. it's he said basically, uh, the reality is that Germany uh, tried to have all their trade deals with Russia and tried to get Russia closer to the EU, closer to the democracy and everything. So he, he doesn't think, he said he will not say, mea culpa, I'm so sorry what I did in buying the Russian gas or having the pipeline from Russia. He said it was the, the right thing to do. It was the uh, logical thing to do because the Russia has enormous gas. It's uh, uh, in its way cheaper as fracking gas. It's also better as fracking gas, and it's also better as to buy gas from from the Saudis or from US and bring bring the gas on big ships over. We have a direct pipeline to, with Russia, and that was very good for the German economy. And he said only because of the war, the war now, he uh, he doesn't think we should like, quit that. It's like essential for the German industry to keep the gas. And he said also that he doesn't think that Putin is cutting the gas off. And he also thinks he was in Russia. He visited Putin during the war. And he said that Putin doesn't want an endless war. And Putin doesn't want a world war. Putin uh, wants to, uh, his territories in the Ukraine. He wants a, a victory in a way against Ukraine. But he will not extend the war into uh, a world war. That is his personal opinion. So um, at least that was interesting uh, because he's so close to Putin, you know? I mean, you can really call him on his cell phone and they are very good friends. And I think it's, it's kind of idiotic that he is now uh, so outed in Germany. Everybody, nobody wants to talk to him anymore. The Social Democrats want to throw him out of the party. And I think he would be a good tool for negotiations, huh. you know? I mean, uh, uh, you know, if you send him as an officially negotiator between Ukraine and Russia, at least he has always an open ear from Putin. Yeah. So, uh, so talking yeah. about a Russian oligarch, I, I want to bring up something that was in the news the other day. Two Russian oligarchs, they were murdered, I think, even though they say it was a, a murder-suicide, like they killed their wife and their kids, and then they hung themselves. But it was within 48 hours 
of 24 hours of each other, each person. One was what the Gazprom uh, yeah. VP. Yeah. That's, do you think that they were killed or do you think that they really just randomly killed their family? And no, I think they were, they were all killed. Wow. I, I think, I think what, what happens now is that, that uh, Putin, uh, if he smells uh, that people will turn against him, I mean, the pressure is on, right? So, I mean, Putin sits there with all the sanctions. And I think that Putin uh, scares that they turn against him. And I think with, with all this on, um, there is a chance that uh, people, people getting killed before they turn into a danger. Huh. You know? And uh, I read a big article from a Switzerland magazine. But why the fuck uh, does they have to kill their family, too? Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, that is doesn't that that is strange. Let's say it this way, but maybe they killed the family in a way that they um, so they cannot say. Kids were the kids were stabbed to death, dude. It was pretty bad. Yeah, that's pretty fucking. They're pretty brutal, you know. Yeah, I mean they. I basically what they're they're trying to give a message that if you fuck with Mother Russia, we will come for you. And we will come for your entire family without a, a, a breath. You know that's crazy. No, it's very bad also, right? So, I mean, let's face it. It's that this, uh, it shows the rules that Putin's a total ruthless killer. That is oh, what it yeah. shows. Yeah, you I know? would be scared. I would, I would be, I'm already scared just by hearing this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it would kill you, but, uh, <laughs> but, but it is. It, it, it is kind of scary, you know, because uh, it shows that he will not, uh, um, like he has no hesitation to continue on catastrophic level levels yeah uh, you know so and i mean that that is the um the bad thing what what we're facing here right now that it is kind of an unreliable uh, situation you know but i mean it's really like two 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 sides right now the one thing pump ukraine full with weapons and they can beat russia the other one, I'm on the other side. I say, yeah, give them weapons because we don't want to have Ukraine hanging in the in the ropes. Basically, we want that that uh, uh, they have weapons, but at the same time, try to negotiate a peace and make also clear to the uh, uh, Ukrainians that uh, our support will not continue for three or four years. So yeah. they have to they have to uh, know that that is now an urgent situation where we support the shit out of everybody. You know, we take we took in like millions of refugees in, into uh, four or five countries in Europe already. Yeah. But we also have to say we, we are not interested to have another 10 million refugees on top of this. So Zelensky, you better try to, to get a peace situation here so that the refugees can go back and that uh, not more refugees streaming into the west of Europe and that we don't get a, a third world war. So uh, give some... Hey, that's, a, that's, a, that's a lot of shit, man. That's a big list. <laughs> I, I know, but, uh, uh, but... But, I mean, it is what it is right now, right? I mean, yeah. look at the land map. The east and the south is... is the Russians took it. And uh, imagine the stress, the stress that all of these world leaders must be under, Putin especially. I bet you he's going to age pretty rapidly in the next couple of years. What do you think? Uh, totally, totally. But I read today an article that was like written 
uh, like uh, that it, that Biden did a great job because Biden uh, did uh, yeah something in a way clever behind like for secretly he already planned all the sanctions before Russia went into the Ukraine. He, you know, that was the reason why it was so quick that they, they, they also delivered weapons the whole time. They also delivered education to the Ukrainian soldiers and stuff like this. And I think that is uh, uh, the, the reason um, why everything happened so fast after the Putin was surprised how fast the sanctions came. You know, he started the war and like what, three days later, they cut him off everything. They froze the bank accounts. I mean, they really moved uh, ex extremely, uh, extremely uh, uh, fast with all the sanctions and the weapon deliveries and stuff like this. So, yeah. And uh, I mean, it's also everybody's guessing in my in my podcast. Uh, today with Kai Blasberg in Germany, um, he thinks the Ukraine needs to defeat now Russia and we need to defeat Russia because otherwise they will try to uh, take over more and more countries and it's now the, the fight for freedom and democracy. And uh, Yeah, that's what I was reading is that they're going to take other countries, man. That's crazy. Yeah, but will he, will they ever attack a NATO country? I mean, as soon as you attack a NATO country, yeah, but that's not that's that's still <laughs> fucked up, dude. Those poor little countries that are defenseless. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know, but we cannot defend every single poor country. I you don't know, know I mean, but you want but, Russia to be like in across like half the world or something? Like they're gonna keep growing and growing and growing. That's like what Nazi Germany wanted to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, but. Uh, the, I mean, the the situation is, for example, Moldavia. If they country. do it, if they do it, in Moldavia, yes. Yeah, so Mo Moldavia is also close to Odessa, to the Ukraine. It's directly on the part of Ukraine. It's uh, also close to the uh, ocean. Uh, so it could be interesting for Putin to take Moldavia. And Moldavia is not in the NATO. It's not in the EU. So nobody will really do anything about it, you know. But on the other hand. We could also say now, as as NATO and AU, uh, to uh, to Putin, um, here's the deal. We declare to you right now, if you attack one other country, it's World War Three, and we could just say this, right? Sweden is not in the NATO. Uh, Finland is not in the NATO. Uh, Moldavia is not in the NATO. There are various countries not in the NATO, but we could say we will protect them. We will not look at yeah, this. Yeah, no, I, I saw it was Moldavia and then it was going to be Georgia after that. Yeah, but he had already in Georgia troops before. That's the in thing is he wants to retake all the all the places where they have Russian troops illegally. Those are the places they want to for the old school Russia. I'm sure that they'll stop eventually. But they're going to take all the surrounding neighboring nations. I know. I mean, look, I wouldn't be too nervous about it if he would not have so many nuclear bombs. That is my my only fear. Yeah. You know, it's it's uh -huh. like uh, 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 you know, I, I I think that that is my main problem basically. I mean, I'm not so scared of the land war in a way. What we see now in Russia, 
uh, <laughs> makes basically hope that in a land war uh, Russia would completely lose. You know. So, uh, but as as long you have nuclear bombs, everything is possible. And the question is also like, if the NATO would get involved, what would China do? You know, yeah. what would, would China say? Remember the Second World War, Japan was on Germany's side. And uh, uh, there's reason Pearl Harbor and all that stuff uh, happened. And uh, the, the question is, what would happen now? I mean, what would happen actually now? It's, it's, I, I really don't know uh, what, what China would say. And, and technology will make everything much more complicated, you know? Yeah. Totally, totally. Yeah, it's not going to be like any other wars that we've ever had because technology itself is going to put it beyond our imaginations of our, like, worst nightmares. Like, I'm sure that the Russians are trying to hack us 24-7 already. It's only going to get worse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... And and let's see who China, because if China... China is very powerful. People seem to not realize how big China is. We're, we're, I'm in America, and we're pretty. We, we know that they're big, but I don't think people have any idea how many people are actually there. They're a big. They're a big. They need to not side with Russia. If they do, that's World War Three. That's a crazy, scary thing. So, huh? Yes, that is the that is the thing. You know, and we cannot. Uh, yeah, it's it's the thing I read in the in that newspaper article in Switzerland today. Uh, the the problem is, for example, they think that Russia is just a better bluffer, right? So they can. You believe it more that when if Putin says we do World War Three and we will nuke everything, you would believe it more that he's serious as Biden says it. You know, so uh, uh, yeah, I, you know, because we would all have, as a, in a democracy, whatever, we will all have super hesitation to actually nuke the world just to find out. Who well, has I mean, be- I hope fucking not, dude. That would be terrible. Yes, you know, but but that's what I mean. But that could, in, in in the article, was that Russia could use this. You know that they could use this in their advantage because they have the better, uh, uh, they are the better poker players because everybody would believe it that Russia would actually do it, and then, uh, uh, you know, and 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 then they in a way win because they can negotiate better. Uh huh. Yeah. So, yeah. That no. Is the... Yeah. I think that Russia plays hardball. I think that Russia has thought about this way in advance. And thought about all possible scenarios, and we're catching up. So they already have the upper. Yes. Yeah. 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 And then we have uh, right now the election in France going on. Macron and Le Pen. Uh, today will be uh, the end of the EU, or it continues as planned. And uh, let's see uh, what will happen. You know, huh? so uh, at around 10 o'clock tonight, we would know uh, who, who won this. And Le Pen is a Putin fan. And Le Pen actually got financing from Russia. And so she is the, the Donald Trump Russian pawn from France. 
So, you know, that is a problem. So, um, and yeah, forgive uh, me if I'm if I'm distracted. There's some really there's like I'm at I'm at a water park and there's yeah. half naked women walking around. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah, keep talking. I'm here. Yeah, yeah, no, and it's like I mean, it would be very interesting to see uh, how tonight uh, turns out with with uh, France, and because it, it has the potential to be an absolute shit show, and they also say. If Le Pen wins, we will have an absolutely stock market uh, crash tomorrow. Yeah, hopefully <laughs> not, my friend. Hopefully everything will be okay and yeah. uh, democracy will prevail. But I don't know. what is there any kind of preliminary polls to see how they anticipate it could go? Yeah, so they're looking here right now. So they got the votes from the French colonies in. Uh, uh, in Loup, Martinique, Saint Martin, Saint Bartholomé, they are all like French Guiana. Uh, so they have still like <laughs> colonies, and it's unbelievable that they still have all that shit. But they are uh, Le Pen won 60 to 40. Oh boy, that's not good. No, but it's of course not a lot of votes, right? So, in comparison to the French votes when they're coming actually in, it, it will not like move the needle but who knows what is why now all the colonies because people you saw in, people in migration. germany are pissed right now about the whole migrants and they've been hit with a lot of stuff lately so it's going to be interesting uh yeah i mean uh yeah i mean that is that is also what i said today in the podcast uh, i said if we cut the if we cut the the the, the gas from russia then you have in Germany 10, 15 million people within two weeks out of the out of their jobs, and then if you have another five million refugees, uh, the hate comes through. Okay. You know, right now it's like, oh, the poor Ukrainians, we have to help them, and then uh, but if you lose your job and uh, because of that whole war, you start blaming the Ukrainians for not giving up. You know, you just basically say. Uh, I want my job back. I want my money. And the, the last thing I want is that German taxpayers' money goes now to help Ukrainians if you have 10, 15 million Germans without work because we had to show Russia uh, we, we can cut the oil off. It would be a, 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 a catastrophic turn of events. That is the reason I'm also absolutely against uh, cutting, cutting the gas off. You know that we cannot do that. We need the gas, uh, and uh, we we can not cut the gas to Russia off. Period. Before we don't have an alternative, and the alternative to build that alternative with with hydro, hydro, wind, sun, whatever, uh, it takes two three years. And yeah. if you don't if you don't want to destroy your economy. You, you are basically the slave of Russian gas. And and so, and the, I know both will not work, right? To to fight for the freedom and fight for the free world and fight for democracy will not fly anymore if your wealth goes down and your middle class dissolves and everything breaks apart. So, yeah. So that is, that is the, the, the problem. I mean, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and then uh, Zelensky just gave an interview five minutes ago where he said, like, um, the uh, the food 
delivery uh, is is uh, uh, catastrophic, you know. So uh, worldwide, and, and the, the wheat and flour and whatever comes from Ukraine a lot. And uh, he said, like, we, the whole world is in danger of, of starvation and stuff. Yeah, I was reading about this whole, like, there's going to be some kind of food shortage that hasn't, we haven't seen it yet, but it, it's coming or something. Like, we're going to live Mad Max. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's uh, the reality is... Uh, Russia is not a third world country. It's the second biggest military force in the world. We have to take that serious and we have to um, negotiate something. And Zelensky also. I mean, Zelensky cannot say on the, on the one hand, give me more weapons, weapons, weapons. I want to fight for the next two years. Uh, and then on the other hand, he said everybody will starve to death because there will be no uh, uh, agriculture, uh, no wheat and whatever uh, planted anymore. In, yeah, in, well, he, in, he wants people to feel effects, so he gets more um, support. Yeah, you know, so yeah, uh, so he's not going to go out of his way to help anybody. He, if if all those pipelines and all those tradeways get fucked, it's uh, he's he's not going to lift a finger to help. You know, he's going to say, "Look what happened," and then he's going to think this is like a Rambo movie. That's what it sounds like: weapons, weapons, weapons. Like Rambo five, Rambo six. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's 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 really it's it's actually like the Rambo, you know, like against the Russians or Rocky against the Russians. Yeah, it is, yeah. dude. <laughs> We're back back in the in the Cold War. It's like totally. Uh, it's it's really crazy. Uh, yeah, and um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and. Uh, what else? What else we have to talk about? So, have you uh, have you seen any good movies? I saw a movie yesterday. I saw the new Nick Cage movie, the one where yeah, he plays I about on Twitter. Where he plays himself, right? Or what? Yeah, it was pretty good. It was not bad. It was yes. okay. It wasn't as vulgar as I hoped it would be, but there were scenes like there was a young CGI Nick Cage that was bullying the current Nick Cage. And like all the decisions that he had to make, he had to run by the younger version of himself. <laughs> yeah. No, I think. But, but look, Nicholas Cage was always a good actor. He okay. was always good, but he played in a lot of shitty movies, as as other people too. John Travolta, Bruce Willis. You know, a lot of people pay, uh, played in crap, but they played also in masterpieces and in yep. great. Films, you know, and and I think a long year uh, it has to be forgiven also uh, to people that's, like that's why we gave a pass to uh, Gotti because of Travolta, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even was a, that was a bad film, you know, yeah. but yeah, yeah, it's Travolta. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. But as we said, he did great films. Also, Sylvester Stallone did some crap and did some great films. Arnold Schwarzenegger did some crap, but he did also some great films. So, uh, and I think that is for long when people are a long time in business. I think that is totally okay. It's it's totally okay and uh, no problem at all. Yeah. yeah, we yeah we we do nothing. We just go for a pizza now with Walter for dinner. He has to be early in bed today for the uh, um, school tomorrow, and then 
Yeah, and then we see, and then we, we have Johnny Depp still in court with Amber Heard. It's so absurd, right? When the, when the whole world uh, is in a catastrophic situation, and then you have two people that cannot get over each other and are in court since two and a half, three years about, like, who pooed in my bed. I know, you give know? it a fucking rest. Like, it's like, yeah. we've had enough of your fucking psychosis, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. You obviously both like hate each other and you know give johnny depp back pirates and then we'll call it a day you know and and, and cut amber heard out of aquaman 2 yeah <laughs> i know and I, they're both total assholes in a way psychos and assholes both both did, <laughs> did things you should never do you should just walk away from a partnership what doesn't work out hey 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 have you so, ever had a psycho girlfriend i've had a psycho girlfriend and I, I, I imagine that Amber Heard is a psycho girlfriend, man. No, she is psycho. But look at uh, at Johnny Depp. He was the whole time under drugs. He was drinking already in the morning. He cut his part of the finger off or whatever, right? So, I mean, he was like totally out of it. Yeah, and, yeah, I guess so. I've never, I've never cut my finger off, so I can say. No, but I, I also don't think he... Uh, I mean, if you, if you want to hit your partner... Or you want us to kill your partner? No. And it's really the time, no, but then it's really the time to walk away and say, like, I'm just not doing this. Uh, I'm uh, just not doing this. And yeah, stay. but the, he did <laughs> walk away. She was, like, person, she was a she smacked his ass, and then he walked away, and she's like, "You're not a man." <laughs> yeah. You know, but that is this is the thing. It's like, uh, I, I mean, my advice would be really to everybody, uh, uh, like, run and don't stay too long in a total fucked up partnership. Like, it's it's oh, yeah. it's not, not and, worth. And if you're not happy in a relationship, get the fuck out, guys. Come on, don't waste your time just because it's comfortable. Just because you know. You're there and you're used to it. Go out and fucking find happiness now while you're young because life is fucking short. Understand? Yeah, exactly. It's not you don't have the time to uh, when you feel deep inside that it will be fucked up and it will not get better. Then. uh, Yeah, look at me and my ex-wife. You know what I mean? I wasted so much fucking time. I mean, she's a good person, but it was not a great relationship. And I was in denial for a very long time about that i wouldn't i would not face the fact you know i it's right in front of my face so if it's there don't be in denial don't be stuck there take that step out to find yourself at your core so you can go out and live the life that you were meant to live you know what i mean whether that be alone or with somebody else if you're with somebody and you're not happy get the fuck out yeah exactly that is the same so, no, oh yeah. But okay. anyway, guys, we're going to wrap it up today on Uva Ball yeah. Raw. Yeah. You hear all the great Elvis tunes in the background. We'll hallelujah see you later. This Yo. is the, yeah. Goodbye, and we, we talk soon. Yes. Bye bye. Bye bye.